Hello friends, my name's Matt. And I'm Alex, and this is That Cuts Deep. It's not just a podcast. It's countless hours of hard work behind the scenes. Because like this part of the podcast, the talking and the recording part, that's like the easy part. That's the fun part that you look forward to. That's the part that we want to reiterate and like. That's the part show. that we're trying to get out there. Yeah, we want to show to our listeners. But unable to do that. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. But with that being said, it's work that I enjoy. But I always tell people in my life that like podcasting is my main hobby. It has become something that's like a huge part of my everyday life. And it completely changed the course of everything. Yeah, same. And I feel like since podcasting has been introduced to my life, since you and I started, it's changed my outlook on a lot of things too. Like you and I... I feel like throughout each episode have had these conversations. We've opened up these doors and it's helped me work through a lot of stuff. And hopefully it's helped a lot of you guys at home work through work through some things. Yeah. Like, okay. We talk about a lot of things in this podcast, a a lot of things about the beauty industry, a lot of things about life. And it's, it almost feels like a, mind you, neither of us are licensed professionals, but it feels like a therapy session. Here's the thing. As a hairstylist, we're also like somewhat of a therapist. It's just one of those things we're actually licensed for. And the (laughs) other one we just have to do because it's our career. Yes. I was told in cosmetology school that if you can't learn how to talk to people, you will never succeed in this industry. Yeah. I was told the exact same thing. You had to know how to create conversation you have to know how to always talk to any type of person no matter sits in your chair yeah because you never know like who you're gonna get you you have clients who are super easy to talk to and then you have clients who you don't agree with their opinions and their views but as a professional you respect them and who they are and you get to be a lot more open-minded i think It's definitely made me a lot more of an open-minded individual. Not that I wasn't before because I've always kind of just been open-minded, but it's definitely allowed me to see the other side a lot more. Like, okay, every single person, regardless of what your viewpoint is or where you stand, you obviously stand somewhere. And someone else's viewpoint might not exactly line up with what you stand for, but The difference is, like, a lot of people out there will just stand there and be like, well, this is what I think, and that's it. But I have grown to understand that you can change your opinion based off of new information. Absolutely. And that thought alone has changed everything for me. And I think that that's something that everyone should try and adopt as a hairstylist, Um, because if not, you're going to be miserable because you're talking to so many people and realistically, you don't get to pick who your clients are. Usually some people are fortunate enough to live in an area and have enough fame and clientele base to where they can pick and choose who they want as their clients. Once you get to a certain point, of course. That's amazing. 
but for a long time you're just like well as long as they're coming in yeah i'm taking them (laughs) for the majority of us like we have our clientele and we just learn to be patient and learn that everyone is different everybody nobody thinks the exact same as you on anything i think the closest person who has the same brain as me is matt yeah i would agree and it's like sometimes like it's eerie yeah this morning both of us we okay mind you we've mentioned this before alex lives below me she was here first (laughs) (laughs) we've covered that um we went to go leave this morning and without communicating it with each other we just kind of left at the same time like i was just gonna go down there and go in her apartment and be like, all right, Alex, I'm ready. And I'm pretty sure. <laughs> we literally walked out of the door at the exact same time. And we were like, oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know how our brains did that. But, you know. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. You spend but... so much time with somebody. And then you just fucking line up. Everything just lines up. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we do spend a lot of time together. The podcast has definitely increased the amount of time we spend around each other. Because not only do we work full time with each other we also podcast full time record and edit full time on top of trying to be like hang out with each other as just like friendship time yeah like actually not doing work that's been something that i think you and i have needed to talk about because we we spend a lot of time together and neither of us like even when we've lived together, we didn't spend this much time together. No. And it, I mean, it definitely has to do with the fact that we have so many hobbies together, like our podcast, which is so important to me. And I know it's so important to you. And we put so much work into it. And then we both work in the same salon and we're around each other 24 seven. And that it makes it hard to plan things outside of podcast and work. Because you know what I've noticed about that factor, about us, you know, living right above and below each other, working together, you know, everything. I've noticed that a lot of the times my motivation kind of depends on yours sometimes or like vice versa. You know, like if I'm feeling really motivated and I want to do something, you're like right there with me. But then like other times if I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling it, I'm like fucking over it. You're like, yeah, I just like really don't feel like it. Like it's because you and I do the exact same thing. So like if we had to have a late night and edit the podcast until 2 a.m., we both feel the effects of that until the next week because our sleep schedule got messed up and we're exhausted the whole week. Or if we spent like if we started getting up early and making more of a morning for ourselves like we both have a better morning or you know because I mean we do all of these things together and it's great because you're my best friend but like I don't know we've never spent this much time together in the past so it makes it hard for me to like navigate yeah because at the same time I feel like you and I are somewhat living the same life So it's not like we don't have that time where we can come together and like talk to each other and be like, what have you been up to? Like, I know what you've been up to. I know what you've been up to. (laughs) Yeah, I know what you've been up to. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, it's ridiculous. I feel like we could definitely have a happy median in there somewhere, you know, somewhere along the line. I feel like we'll figure out some sort of happy median. But right now, you know, we are working really hard. 
and we've produced a lot. We've put a lot out there and you know, people enjoy it. I enjoy it. I'm having fun. Yes. I do get stressed out sometimes. And yes, a lot of my energy depends on your energy and vice versa, but nothing good in life ever comes easy. And man, if there's anything that I've learned along this journey is that social media is not real. Yeah. Like at fucking all. (laughs) Just so you guys know. Like, like, oh God, I can get behind this topic. I'm sitting up. (laughs) I'm ready. Let's get into it. You and I agreed that when we started this podcast, we would also be active on social media because we have to promote. We have to put the work in for the podcast. And what I realized is the things that are on the internet, I mean, while I guess maybe some moments I feel great, most of the time, like, life is a lot harder than what I'm putting on the internet. Yeah. You know, like, I don't put the fucking hard shit on there not like if you go to my social media and you see it it looks like i'm just happy and trying to motivate people (laughs) but like man (laughs) i see what bitch you are behind the scenes and no you are that bitch but also what's really cool about that though what's that the listeners of that cuts deep you guys are the only ones that know that oh that's true because unless you listen to the show like nobody knows my inner thoughts you know that's true i mean that's honestly i think that's why we kind of created the podcast from the get-go was because you and i were we've always kind of had this online persona that was different from our like in-person interaction and we've had people that know us online see us in person when they get their hair cut but nobody's ever seen those two personalities blended together in one spot no and the only people that can see that are the people that follow the show. Yeah, the listeners. And I think that's really cool because, I don't know, I keep it real on the podcast. I'm not here to bullshit anybody. Right. And I don't know, just the connections that I've made. And like when people come to me and they or they message me and they tell me, hey, I really like your show. It's just so cool because I'm like, oh, wow. Like sometimes <laughs> I, I don't get used to the fact like I know that people listen and I'm so thankful, but like talking to people about the show in person, it's a little different because it's like you, okay, for example, I used to listen to podcasts before podcasting. Yeah. And I would talk to people all the time like, oh, have you listened to like this week's episode of like Call Her Daddy? That's usually <laughs> what I'd listen to and you listen to. Yeah. Um, and that's what's interesting is now we have people i i have people i know you do too that come up and they're like oh yeah you know like episode three where you guys were talking about your friendship or like you know they talk about our episodes and their actual like listeners and it's so interesting because okay to be on that side of it yeah because what's interesting about it to me is that honestly i don't I really, after editing, do not listen to the episodes. Same. At after all. it's done, I don't know. I just, I don't want to hear my voice anymore. It's out there for the world. <laughs> yeah. It's not for me to listen no, to anymore. No, it's definitely not for it's me. It's for you guys to hear. <laughs> <laughs> we listen to it fucking enough. <laughs> yes. And I think it's interesting because 
whenever I talk to somebody and they're like, I love the show and they're talking to me about it and referencing it, I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Thanks. But at the same time, I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is somebody in person who like has heard my inner thoughts. Yeah, (laughs) because it is a completely different space for us. It's a space that is, you know, unfiltered. There's a lot of things that I have shared on this podcast that people from, you know, online or day-to-day interactions would not know. (laughs) Yes. You know, like this is a space where you and I and all of our friends can all join together and just live that kind of like honest life. We can share the behind the scenes bullshit, the shit that's not pretty, the shit that we don't post online. Like you're going to hear the side of our lives that is honest, like the side of our lives that we just go through on a daily basis. This is what we fucking do. (laughs) And I love that because I think for a really long time, like I forget to document the real stuff. So whenever I think about social media, when I look at things that I was doing two years ago, I look at it and it all looks so happy and, you know, not everything's happy. It's so poised now. Like Yeah, all of my memories seem like picture perfect. Yeah. All the photos of me, everything. Like it's so like filtered almost. Like not like not the photos necessarily, but the memories are filtered. Right. It's like you planned for them to look a certain way. And so now that's they how do. They remember. Yeah. And like, okay, that's something that I really don't appreciate about social media right now is that social media is very much it's so okay yeah years ago we all talked about how like everybody was like perfect on social media but now I feel like it really is now I feel like when I post stuff on social media like yeah you're you're getting that version of me that happier version of me but it's not exactly like it's genuine yeah you know what i'm saying the thing is it's not that it's not real necessarily like those happy moments were there but you're only getting like 0.02 percent of what actually happened well yeah because it's rehearsed you have to like enable to get that perfect photo and able to get that perfect post it doesn't come in that like first shot, no, you know, you because take social it media freaking 20 times and then pick out the one you hate the least. Yeah. It's not about, you know, what actually happens in life. It's about like posting those like perfect moments. It's about like everybody believing that you live this just like perfect, beautiful life. And I'm so tired of that because the thing is all of us fucking know what we're doing. We all know what we're doing. So like, why can't we just accept the fact that none of us live that beautiful and glamorous of a life and just post like what we actually do throughout our day, like genuine stuff. When someone goes to take a photo of you, stop posing before they take the photo and just let it happen. Why we're doing it is because beauty sells. Yeah, that's true. We are hairstylists. Out of anybody in the world, we know that beauty sells. And a beautiful life on the internet, that's going to sell. People want to see that. People don't want to see the sad stuff. And why? I don't know. I mean, it sucks. But I think that's definitely, like, to answer your question, you asked why. That's why. Yeah, that's true. You know, it just, I don't know. It's like we all kind of 
watch along online and like, you know, it's like we're all feeding into it, but we all really know mm-hmm. in the background. Yeah. We know it's not that perfect and pretty. No, but see, I think we forget a lot of the time. I think, I mean, whenever I go and look at somebody's social media, especially, I'm not really the people who aren't active on social media, but the ones that are active, mm-hmm. the ones that are posting all the time, and they're only posting like great, happy moments in their life. It's just like, I know life isn't that easy, and life isn't necessarily like super hard for me by any means. Like, I do actually live a pretty happy life, but what of my life is on the internet is so slim like right. there's hardly anything on on the internet of me that's like actually me what outside actually, of that cuts deep yeah what you actually go through yeah that cuts deep is the only thing that like people when they listen to it i mean that is literally they're listening to me talk for a, what a half hour however however long the episode yeah. is like that is like my real opinions that is my real life that we're discussing but the internet like what i put on my tiktok or my instagram like it's not genuine no it's not it's just it's out there and it's it's there for a reason like, yeah it's there so because people it, look at it like exactly i mean because at the end of the day like yeah we could all say we use social media to document our lives and keep in touch but at the end of the day are we really documenting our lives no like friends put yourself in the shoes for a second because i mean technically you're in the shoes too if you have social media you know like none of us are documenting our genuine lives no why because our genuine lives are actually so much more beautiful than the poised moments or like super rehearsed moments re-recorded moments like hours of trimmed and played back and our genuine lives are so much more beautiful. So why do we all get online and like put all this like ungenuine ass shit on there? Yes. Why? Because, because beauty sells. Yeah, because beauty <laughs> sells. Because people want to see glamorous lives to strive for. But that's why nobody's ever happy with their own life. Is because everybody's striving for some like for someone else's life that they watched on TikTok or they saw somewhere on the internet. And they're never happy with where they're at because they don't have that life. But neither do the fucking people that you're looking at. Yeah. Literally. That's the thing is like, mm, I had this thought the other day. You know, there's so many people who are addicted to drugs in the world. Like people who are actively on drugs and addicted. And somebody will look at a drug addict on the street or in their life or like somebody that they know that's addicted to drugs. And they have like this, like such a negative image of them. And they think of them so poorly. But then like a lot of these celebrities and people that you see online that you praise and you follow, they're also addicted to drugs. They're just functioning drug addicts. Oh, yeah. No, a hundred percent. And like especially celebrities. And when you say functioning, that's like so questionable because, again, functioning would mean that they could walk through society without any like mess ups like nobody finding out but what you're seeing on the internet again is only about 0.02 percent of somebody's life that's true we're think about that you never actually see celebrities like actual life until like years later they come out with a documentary and it's like oh my god i was actually drunk as fuck and high on pills for majority of my career because here's what the industry does to you like yeah and oh, oh it's scary it is scary honestly whenever i think about like especially not really influencers but more like 
older celebrities who were around before like the explosion of like the influencer era dude that's an interesting topic in itself can we come back to that yeah okay but (laughs) i always think about like what rising to fame was like for them because you didn't yet have the media to protect you that's another that's one thing that's i think good about social media is that it does i mean it can expose a lot of really nasty things and bad people and then in the same aspect though there's a lot of people when you gain a certain amount of following you have all these people who look up to you at the same time like you have to uphold this specific like standard yeah you do because okay for example um jojo siwa Mm -hmm. she came out what a couple months ago and so many parents were so mad because she's gay right but at the same time like she's done nothing but spread positivity yeah. And wonderful things her entire life. I mean, she's been in the spotlight since she was like eight mm-hmm. or something. Like, how could you possibly think that like that person should be hated on? And I don't know. Like, I think about people like that. And like, she has such an influence on a lot of kids. And she is a great influence. Yeah, I think so, too. That's the shitty thing, though, is that we live in a society where it takes one thing as small as your sexual preference to completely take all this following that you have and all these people that support you, you know, God forbid you come out to the world and share who you truly are. Yeah. And because you're people like, don't care people, who you really are. They care about what they want to see. Right. They're, they were feeding into this alternative image of you, the image that you put out for the internet that you, you know, that everyone loved. But then now you're sharing who you truly are, your real self. And suddenly all these people hate you. And it's like, but why? Fucked up. Yeah. But why? Like, I don't know. I think about that. I think about the impact. That like saying or doing or sharing one part of your life, like what that can do. You know, that's one thing that I have never understood. And this is a bold topic, but you know that I'm one to stand for this. Uh, That's something that I've never understood is how someone else's sexual preference affects your lifestyle, affects anything about you. Like how, how does Jojo Siwa coming out and sharing to the world that she you know is attracted to the same sex how does that affect anything it doesn't like she just is sharing who she loves so how in the hell does that affect you or your daughter or your family like it doesn't like literally that that's the thing that makes me so mad is just like why do you care right why does that matter because yes you you can spin it and turn it into a religion thing but at the same time, if we're talking Christianity, it's literally in the scripture that you can't, it's not up to you to judge anybody. Right. Like, at the end of the day, you are sinning by judging. Like, and all, if all sins are equal. Yeah, you're pointing the fucking finger, but like, look at yourself in the mirror. Right. It's just like, everybody sins. Right. Everybody does things that's wrong in some way or form. We all lie. 
we all do things that we regret. Like, we all do things. Everybody does things that they, like, regret doing. But, like, at the same time, it's, like, someone else's preference, like, who someone decides to spend the rest of their life with shouldn't be someone else's... Business. Business. It's not. Like, straight up. (laughs) It's not. Who I spend the rest of my life with is none of your fucking business. And it's certainly not your business to dictate. Mm-mm. Certainly not for you to make a decision on. that. You can leave that up to me. Not right. that I ever made the choice, but like... Right. It's just like, it's got absolutely nothing to do with anybody else. It does not matter. Like, your sexual orientation does not make you a good or bad person. Like, that has absolutely nothing to do with it. If you're a shitty person, it, like, you're a shitty person regardless of your sexual orientation, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's what I... That to me, 2022 or me in 2022 just can't wrap my head around that concept. Hopefully, the world can get the fuck over it. But until then, you know, people are still going to get hated on the internet for being who they are. Exactly. That's why I feel like so many people, you know what? We'll wrap back around to our conversation earlier. That's why I feel like so many people are afraid to share who they really are on the internet because look what fucking happens. Yeah. When you put yourself out there. That's why people are faking who they are. That's why people are putting the happy and beautiful parts that everybody else wants to see on the internet because look what happens when you put your fucking self out there. When you put your real life out there. Nobody wants to see your real life. Right. And why? My real life is fucking beautiful. It's a lot of fun. Because everybody wants to follow and see somebody who's competent. Somebody who lives the life that everybody wants to live. When in reality, confidence is a mindset. It's something that isn't achieved in one sitting, in one one day. Right. It's, it's you- a journey. Hello, friends, and thank you for listening to episode eight of That Cuts Deep. Matt and I have been working our asses off lately, and we're so excited that everything is paying off and people are loving the podcast, and we have received so much great feedback from everybody. It's really, really exciting, and it's really, really rewarding, and I just, I love our talks that we get to have weekly here on That Cuts Deep. I just want to emphasize the fact that we really appreciate everyone's support, and it really is great to hear all the positive feedback, because we put a lot of hard work into everything that we do on the daily, and this is just something that is so much fun for us to create and for you guys to listen to, and there's so many exciting things in the works and so many fun things planned for the future. So stick around. We've got a lot to show you guys, but it's not quite time yet, so stay tuned. We will talk to you next week.